0: Hello, I'm Phil Svitek, 360 Credit Coach, and welcome to my vlog, where it's my pleasure and mission to highlight my creative journey in hopes of inspiring you, as well as giving you specific takeaways, so that way your journey is just a little bit easier. Now, before I get into things, I would like to take the opportunity to invite you to subscribe if you haven't already, that way you get all the various lessons and episodes that I put out right when I put them out. Thank you if you just did, and thank you if you already were. It truly does mean a lot to me, as I hope it does to you. So, I've kind of been mentioning this in the past couple of episodes of the vlog, but, you know, uh, now is a period of, uh, of my life where things are kind of really hectic in transition in a good way. And, you know, I've been kind of just hinting that, that I might not be able to put out as many episodes and things like that as I want, and originally, I wasn't kind of going to do, um, you know, a full vlog this week. But I felt I felt important because there's a lot of uh, good stuff that happened that I think is beneficial to reflect upon given the lessons they teach. Um, so, so that's what I wanted to do. And uh, the reason why you see a bike behind me if you're watching um, instead of just listening and things like that is, you know, um, I didn't really you know, I didn't really kind of set up for the video side. I said, let me just sit down um, and get my message across while it's uh, fresh in my mind rather than, you know, because in theory, I could have saved all this stuff for later, but it wouldn't have been as fresh a, and as raw as it is um, in my mind right now, right? That's part of why I like doing this is because ideally you guys get to see me in the various stages of my life um, rather than just reflecting back on, on things. So, the biggest thing in terms of last week that happened was I was talking with one of my friends and I said, you know, it's been pretty much a year of me sending out query letters to agents. And, you know, part of it was just bad timing because obviously given the pandemic, a lot of agents and publishers kind of circled the wagons and focused on their current clients instead of taking on new ones. Uh and you know fine, I could have waited but but I did you know reach out to them and things like that, and you know got rejection letters now, the fact of the matter was you know after a year of of sort of doing this, you know it kind of messes with you, um and you're like, okay well i just I just want to get this out there, so uh, you know, let me start considering self-publishing. And so I was talking with my friend. I said, you know, it's not an admission like, you know, uh, of quitting anything like that. It was always in my back pocket of like, let me just, you know, let me kind of self-publish and the, the the book will be out there and it'll be what it is. And, you know, if it finds an audience, it finds an audience, but but at least I'll be done with it and kind of mentally move on. And interestingly enough, um, what ended up happening was like, um Thursday midnight, meaning like basically uh, the the morning of Friday, I get an email uh, from from someone saying, and I kind of look at it, you know, I was, was kind of randomly up in the middle of the night and, you know, in my groggy state, I just kind of looked at it like, oh, another, you know, I looked at the subject line because it's in a response to what I sent and having kind of seen this, I'm just like, oh, you know, it's probably another rejection. But I opened it up and I started kind of just I kind of glanced at it, and lo and behold, it's it's not. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute, this is a, not a rejection letter. Now let me also be clear: this doesn't mean this does not mean that I'm through the finish line. What it means is uh, this person liked what I submitted and said, "Hey, now let me read the full manuscript. So please send it as a Word document and PDF or PDF, right?" And so. So that's what I did, and this is typical, right? So normally, it kind of works in a couple of different ways. When you, you, you submit a query letter, which is basically like a cover letter but for your book, and you include things like you know what the book is about, um, page count, uh, you know, books that are similar. You generally want to have books that are written within you know five years of the time of the sending of the email. You know, a, qu- a quick little summary—not not like a full synopsis, but just a you know a, a summary—and then you, uh, end uh, end on yourself, right? Now, talking about a query letter in and of itself could be uh, you know its own lesson, uh, but truthfully, I'm not the right person to give it uh, because any anything that I've learned along the way, it's from reading hundreds of articles by other people that are far more versed in that area and so um, I would if, if you're looking to kind of know more about the query process and how to write a great query letter um, you know just do a Google, Google search and that will benefit you at this point in time far greater than what I could tell you about it but that's in terms of the the generalizations that's the stuff that goes into it and then sometimes people ask for random sample of three chapters some people ask for the first 10 pages other people ask for the um, only five pages you know it kind of it kind of ranges right some people don't ask for anything like they're like either the the letter itself holds up and they want to read more or it doesn't right so that's kind of it runs the gamut and based off of that they either say, okay, I'm interested. Um, you know, this sounds cool. So now please send me the, the full manuscript and they'll go through it. So, you know, in that sense, um, at least in terms of what this person said, like, hey, submit it and then we'll let you know in two to three months. So by no means am I a client. By no means is this the finish line. This is not the end of the road. Um, and I have to wait two to three months for a response. You know, it's like shorting Schrodinger's cat. Right now, it's both a success, it's both as a failure. But it's certainly a great step forward. And it just highlights the idea of patience um, and just kind of allowing things to, to take their time. And I say this especially because uh, the company themselves, they also represent scripts, um, which, you know, right now I'm in the midst of um, trying to uh, get a script made, right? So, so in that sense, um, once I'm still kind of polishing uh, things here and there, along with um, my writing partner, uh, and once that's complete, then you know I'll write to them like, "Hey, you guys were interested in um, my novel. I've also got this project. So, you know, is this something for you that's worth pursuing? Because now at least I have that. Le- I have." It's not leverage in the traditional sense, but at least like it allows me to customize my cover letter a little bit more because there's at least a more of a personal relationship beyond just like hey, um, here's this random email from a person that you haven't met before, right? And so, so that's you know timing wise great. Also, uh, you know any of these agents, right? In, in any sort of avenue, but let's just take literary agents. You know, at the end of the day, they want clients that aren't just going to have one book and that's it. They want people who are going to be authors who are going to continue to write and create new things. And so it actually times perfectly because, you know, I, you know, I've very on the periphery, I've started kind of outlining what would be, you know, another novel that I would write. And so in that sense, um, that's something, you know, if they're interested to discuss things further and take me on as a client, well, that's something that we could discuss. Um, you know, so so it kind of puts me in a great position, a, a position that I was not in a year ago, right? Um, because I didn't have the the feature script and I didn't have this idea for the next novel. So, you know a lot of times with the people that I talk to, they talk about like missing out on opportunities or not wanting to miss out on opportunities. Like they got to take every opportunity and so forth. And it's like, yes, take, you know, try to see the opportunities that are available to you and take them. But you know, just, but there's also the right opportunities um, that you should pursue versus, because you're not going to be able to pursue everything, right? It's just not literally feasible. Um, so you got to be a little bit selective and let's say the ones that you do miss out on who's to say you weren't meant to miss out on those right so because in the grand scheme of things it's not like I missed out on anything in fact now this could be my opportunity now I also say that right so it's both could go that way or it could not go that way and I'm also prepared that if it doesn't go that way I have other options but at least it's nice to think about and and I put myself in the position to be able to have those thoughts, you know, and, and have the that wishful thinking. So I think that's important is to have the patience and you know I um there was this one person I was talking with this this morning actually and you know uh it's a person that is very ambitious. And they're like, I called you because you're also ambitious. And I'm like, yes I am. But I generally only work on very select things at any given time, and all the things that you might be mentioning it's the culmination of years and years of work um, you know and and I see that work to the end, and then I move on to a new project. you know I might be doing two to three projects simultaneously, but generally I don't take on many projects all at the same time because then eventually they just kind of suffer you know none of them are getting done, it delays it they're not as fun and you know, generally I find that they never get done. So um, so um, in that sense, you know, kind of honing yourself in and, and, and saying to yourself, like, okay, you want to do X, Y, and Z. It's like, great. No one's telling you no, just not right now. You know, put that on the back burner for a little bit and focus on, you know, a couple of the things that you want to focus on. And then, you know, once you're done with those, then you can move on to that. And that's the way I sort of, you know, allow myself to to view these things. Um, The other big exciting thing, um, you know, things are now uh, rolling to the end. And when I say rolling, I mean like rapidly rolling, not like a slow roll. Um, You know, the visual effects are done. I just got the color. um, uh, Sound is near complete, and I'm working on promotion. So just for a little bit of context, if you're unaware... You know, I've mentioned the feature film script and as part of the pitch process, you know, in terms of what I'm creating, uh, I created a proof of concept, which is like a short film, uh, to highlight what the movie and its mood would be about. And it's very near complete. Just a few minor details here and there. Like literally sound is like one of the last aspects, um, that needs to be done. Um, this, this literally just like yesterday um, one of the things I thought about and I've been kind of hinting at it for a long time and it's been irking me is this idea that the proof of concept works but it's not really a standalone and nor will it ever be a true standalone like short film but I said you know what that if people still need an entry point into at least a little bit so they kind of grasp what they're getting into and so I said let me just let me write like a little prologue, you know, how text sometimes comes up in movies at the beginning just to orient people. And I said, let me do that. And uh, in writing this, you know, it's one of those things like you want to try to convey the most information in the shortest amount of time. Because, you know, I did this one version that had four paragraphs and you might think like four paragraphs is not that much. Ended up being like 32 seconds. And, you know, this isn't Star Wars where, like, you're telling a whole feature film, you know, 30 seconds, people just kind of sitting there out of a four-minute uh, piece of work, including the credits. That's, that's a long time. So I said, we got to cut this in half. You know, we got to get this thing down to, like, 12 to 15 seconds tops. And so um, in that regard, you know, I, I, I went to um, my editor, uh, Emily, who I've worked with a number of times. And I said, you know, she knows the story. She knows all of this. And I said to her, you know, how do we trim this down? How do we just convey what we need to convey um, and cut the stuff that's, you know, nice and fluffy, but not they're relevant to what we're trying to show here. So we did that. And so now I think, yeah, in, in full, um, I think it works. You know, we've got the, the, the visual effects, the coloring is done on it. And I went to the sound designer. I said, hey, I know this wasn't part of it, but... If we can create a sound design just for this text as well, leading up to this, then we're good. And so tomorrow, meaning Wednesday, he's going to have this done and ultimately, um, it's going to culminate into uh, a live viewing party slash Q and A this Saturday, 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. I've included the link in the description so that way, you know, you can, you can click through it and be a part of it. You know, there's going to be a chat. You can ask questions about the whole process and you can sort of interact and you can see the culmination of, of this work, you know, what it is and so forth and celebrate the, the hard work of the actors, the producers, you know, visual effects artists, um, colorists, you know, uh, music, sound and all that, right? So very, very exciting. So that's kind of a quick update rundown on things um, in terms of where I'm at and uh, it's a it's a race to the finish line the, the The movie will be done, but now I'm also kind of working on just promotional stuff for you know like a flyer um, you know instagram posts and things like that just to just to give it a little push, so I'll be you know kind of advertising this event in the coming days um you know and it's one of those things like I'm sure there's a better way to do it, like a two week lead up and things like that, but you know I want to showcase the movie but Ultimately, you know, the point is not like this is the premiere of this is not the end all be all. This ultimately is to get in front of, you know, movie producers, financiers and so forth. Um, And, you know, showcasing in this way is just a fun little treat slash reward along the way. So I hope you'll join me for that. Um, And yeah, looking forward to kind of showing this off. So that's what I've got going on. Um, at the moment thank you for joining me as always i hope that you benefited as always you can ask questions or thoughts of your own it could be about anything i talked about or just general creative stuff happy to converse with you Um, i appreciate you and hope to see you next time